All right. So um, I also believe that another crucial part to this um, would be the student's decision of applying for a scholarship. So for some mm. people, they see scholarships as a defining feature of success. Mm. You know, sometimes they put this on, put um, this achievement on the highest pedestal. It's like, mm. do this or nothing at all. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So some of the some of them really only rely on scholarships to determine what they're going to be in the future. So it's mm. really their last resort uh, in some cases. So what do you guys think about this? Um, okay, to be honest with you, I was a, a person. I was like that before. I really thought that scholarships was a defining feature of my success. You know, okay. I wanted to. De- I always f- like okay. I'll follow my scholarship, and um, they're going to depend where where I'm going to work and stuff like that. But then, um, okay, this is like this is like an extension from the story actually. So, um, well, when even though I was like I chose, I was like persistent on law, scholarships came up. And unfortunately for, for me, the many scholarships that offer law, it's either, num- they don't, uh, sorry, the premier scholarships that are in Malaysia, mm-hmm. especially those that send you overseas, they either don't offer you law or they offer you law um, in a very, they set a very small quota for people who want to do law. And even mm-hmm. so, it doesn't mean that you'll be able to practice law after you will, after you graduate. So I've heard so many um, stories from law graduates under BNM Petronas. Eventually, they don't—they're not even included in the legal sector. They are being pushed oh. to the back to banking, and oh, they, yeah. you know, oh, especially if you're like me and your your passion is, um, you want. I was like, my passion is kind of like into arguing, argumentation, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you won't get to do that anymore. You see, it's like their passion yeah. is lost or in that form of career so that's why i thought like i was kind of um you know i was kind of reluctant to uh, to go for these scholarships at first but still i pushed on and just applied for them anyway just to like get a feel of what these kind of premier scholarships interviews were like mm-hmm. uh, but uh, in you know answer your question i think that um i understand that some of these people do really need the scholarship to alleviate themselves um, yeah, such, especially yeah. if they come from poorer backgrounds but i don't think that they should um def- make it a feature to define their success mm. because especially and they should not follow um their own ha- they should not follow the thought that okay i would as long as i got a scholarship the uh, scholarship can take me anywhere because the problem here is for example uh, this is a bit of an extreme scenario um let's say there's this person who hates engineering for his life right he knows, okay. does, doesn't want to do maths, but somehow SPM, he's good, he, he still gets a good grade and he's eligible to get a scholarship that forces him to do engineering. But he knows that he does not want to do engineering. Mm-hmm. Um, listeners out there, don't follow that uh, scholarship because um, university is going to get harder and you need to push or motivate yourselves to find your own uh to find your own knowledge, you, you won't get any more, you know, you won't, you, there's no one to put the initiative except for you. And if you don't find that motivation within your passion or within knowing that you'll be doing good at it, then don't bother even trying to look at that scholarship, especially if it's worlds apart from what you actually like. Mm-hmm. But um, I think that there's a exception to this. 
sometimes where for example i know some friends who are like who like engineering but they thought that their career path was like okay uh, i want to do chemical engineering but they like engineering in general right mm-hmm. but then okay. they are offered um, i don't know mechanical engineering other forms of engineering where it's still in the same boat i think that's fine but if it's worlds apart from what you know that you want to do um, i don't think that you should just follow those scholarships That that's that. I think that is very very true, because okay, look, um, we're not blaming anyone here, but in during your uh, your studies in secondary uh, school, teachers most often than not would say that okay, you want to do well for SPM and you want to get that scholarship. They yeah. treat scholarship yeah. as something that you know you should be able to get. But here's the thing. The way we treat scholarship is as almost how we treat SPM. It's like something that everyone can do if you do the best, Agreed. which is yeah. not the case. Because mm. scholarships, first of all, they have a set quota. And then yeah. second of all, it's the company looking for future employees. Okay. Yes. Yes. You do not get the scholarship doesn't mean you are any less of a capable person Agreed. in the yes. whole community. Instead, you're just mm. not the right person for the company. So mm, yes, true. if you have any other opportunities to further your studies in any absolute uh, path that you like, it just means that this company feels that you are not the right type of employee. And that happens. That happens all the time. Yes, so, exactly. In this, in this period, um, eventually when the SPM students finish their SPM, it's going to be a little bit uh, quite challenging. It, I, I would say it's a challenging period when there will be some... Uh, scholarships who reject uh, applicants and then there will be some who are in dilemmas which one should I choose mm-hmm. and I totally understand you you guys are 17 years old and you're supposed to make this kind of choice it's really difficult yeah. I know yeah. but it's all back to what we're discussing you really have to look into yourself ask yourself mm-hmm. and say is this, is this what you really want do you want to spend your time studying something that you sort of like or you don't like at all mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. i've had i've had friends who applied for certain scholarships with to um offering courses that they don't really enjoy ending up regretting and mm-hmm. i don't want you guys to be in that same boat even though it is quite a really difficult it's like really crucial especially when you're given a scholarship uh it offers you a lump sum of money but you just don't like the course. I know it's a really tough decision to make between your passion and financial aid. But really, it's your future that is at stake. It's really up to your choice. And we are here giving you that advice. Look into yourself and think again. Right, so one thing that might be scary for students as well is the question of uh, whether they really like the subjects that they take for that course. So mm-hmm. I can give you a personal uh, experience. I was uh, somewhat like AZ. I love the additional math. <laughs> <laughs> I love the additional math. I, I get that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's, so, it's nice. It's, it's like solving a puzzle. Every time I get a new uh, exam paper, it's like solving a nice piece of puzzle. 
so I said, okay, maybe I can do maths. Uh, come on, I can con- uh, continue my degree in maths. When I started my A-levels, and I, uh, pure, pure maths one was okay, statistics one was okay, and then I entered pure maths three, I noticed the vast difference of what I expected maths to be. So this is, this is something I find difficult to uh, experience. And I think you guys would have your own opinion to this situation. So what do you guys think is the best way for students to truly know they're calling in which subjects? Okay, um, this is something I just found out. And it's a very weird uh, analogy, but Grishnip gurus don't hate me on this. I think that um, <laughs> choosing courses is like going into a marriage. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like going, um, I don't haven't been into a marriage, but from my experiences <laughs> from um, you know, my past relationships with um uh, with past relationships, I can tell you a little bit. Um okay, so when you about to uh, like I think the biggest similarity is that you would be you would be basically it's gonna the course is gonna stick with you for f- at least five years. Mm-hmm. You're gonna stick through that course. And if you were to like drop that course or in marriage terms, divorce, it's going to be a bit messy. And you don't want to risk that messiness, right? That's normally mm-hmm. what people and think about when they enter into a marriage. So I think there are like three important questions that you must ask yourself before you figure out whether that subject is truly your calling. Mm-hmm. The first is, um, do you, are you able to passionately love the course? Like, are you able to passionately love the person that you're about to marry, are you able to passionately love the cause? And okay. um, I think that comes from, like I said just now, understanding yourself and also knowing somehow you just find the beauty in very smallest, in the smallest things of mm-hmm. certain subjects that you only you see and other people don't see. For me, like in law, um, I find that reading cases is very interesting, although to other people, it may seem like, oh, it's this jumble of words. Reading PDFs, like reading three PDFs is going to just kill me in a day. But for me, it's like a very nice chore because um, you just managed to find so many nicely um, made legal principles within those case laws. Mm-hmm. So that's like, so you have to find like, like how you find your beauty in your partner. You have to find that beauty in that course that you're choosing first. Mm-hmm. Then right. secondly, um, are you are you able to be skillfully adept at the course? So what mm-hmm. I mean is this, you ha- need to have the skills in order for you to be able to be good at the course. Not saying that um, you can. You need to have all the skills. You will need to, you will learn the some skills when you are entering into the course. But sometimes, for example, let's say you love math so much, but you know to a fact, you know that somehow you don't, you're not really good at it. So that mm-hmm. passion is a bit yeah, misplaced yeah. there, right? Mm-hmm. You, it's like a, how do you say, if it, in, in relationship terms, it's like, a, it's like you're liking someone, but they don't like you back. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> so um, so you, you need to understand that if they don't like you back, then back away. If you, they are showing some signs, then you, you should probably uh, go ahead and do that. And I think that's how you should look at your skills as well. You could... I know skills is something that you you would eventually have to learn over time, but I think that if you are able, you you have the skills, um, if you know the skills that you're about to learn are important to you and you have some basic of it, then more more reason for you to be good at the course. Because I think that, okay, in looking at these two questions, I think that people are at the either end of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. And 
it becomes really ex- and if they are at extreme ends of the spectrum, it becomes really hard because if they passionately love something, but then um, they're not good at it, it's misplaced. And if they are good at it, but they don't love it, it's also misplaced. So you need to find mm-hmm. the balance between these two things. Then you are able to find somehow find an answer as to what kind of courses you do like eventually, right? But I think the most important question, which is the reason why I think it's related to marriage, is that are you able to go through the downs in that particular course? Because mm-hmm. let's face it, um, re- university is going to be hard. It's going to be a, yeah. a, a, a notch up from your um, studies, and you're going to go through a lot of hardships. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. here's the thing. Um, I've experienced this for myself, right? Um, I'm like, I'm considered like a uh, maverick because I came from a science stream and just dropping it straight into art stream. So sometimes thoughts do get to you when things get really hard. Um, did I choose the right course? Um, should I have just chosen a science course instead? Something that I thought I would be do, doing better. And these are actually thoughts that will, be, that will eventually hoard your mind in times that are really, really hard. But mm-hmm. like in a relationship, you need to figure them out. You need to put them away and try to, um, you know, brave through it. And the only way for you to like understand that conviction of why you choose that course is to think that is to um, ask that question from the start before you choose that course. Like in choosing relationship, you know that you'll be going through many downs with your um, partner, but are you willing to go through that for the ups? Are you willing to um, sacrifice your time, your energy, um, giving them attention um, just so that you can, get the, uh, you can get those ups if you are willing to because you love them and you, are, you know that you are fit for them? Then go ahead. But if you think that, you know, um, probably in, in, the, in deciding you feel like, oh, I think that, you know, even though I like law and probably a bit good at it, I, I can't go through the reading process. Mm-hmm. Or maybe... Um, um, I probably like maths. I'm a bit. I'm. I'm. I'm a bit good at maths. Um, I'm. Uh, I. I do love it to some extent, but I don't think that um, the burden of actual science learning all of these different um, subjects in one go is going to be is going to be helpful to me. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm willing to go through those uh, kinds of uh, challenges. So these are the things you have to think about because um, this is like from personal experience. Like I said to you before, I've seen a lot of my friends. They don't. Um, they don't really. Uh, how to say they don't they are they fulfill these two criteria before they love their cause and they're able and they are adapt at their cause they are um they have the skills enough for them to how to say for them to be to do quite well but then um you know, but as all university students will go through they will always go through some form of you know where they will when everything just turns bad for you and that's mm-hmm. where you have to and that's where you have to stick to your conviction in choosing that course in going back to the reason why you choose you chose that course in the first place um and that's a very important thing for you to motivate yourself in the future but and also but as much as like to promote self awareness right uh, understanding yourself um getting to know yourself making sure that you're fit to the course and all this stuff um i think that as much as you think about your course you should also do you should not also overthink you get what i mean because to me choosing your course isn't about looking into the future trying to predict 
what happens. I may choose a law course now, but I may not become a lawyer in the future, as much as other people may choose a course and not, as much like Faiz rightly stated, right, that he said, it doesn't mean that that degree will be carried out to your grave. That's not true. Yeah. But mm-hmm. um, choosing a course is like, like I stated before, um, understanding yourself. So don't think about too much about the future. You just need to eventually hold your breath and take a well-calculated leap into university life. Don't leap in blindly, but at the same time, don't stumble and hang on to the edges as well. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I've never... Okay, wow. Bravo. Uh, Bravo. Uh, that analogy uh, of uh, courses with marriage, I am stunned. I am stunned. Yeah, me too. <laughs> you know what? Like you can become a love doctor. Have you ever thought that? <laughs> no, yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> no. Maybe, maybe try changing this course in, in oh, no. like one more time. <laughs> yeah. You, you seem to have the skills for it already. You should probably yeah. a bit more, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Um, okay, that was absolutely fruitful. Um, I think we have room for one last question. Uh, is that if you may? Okay, sure. If you had the ability to turn back time, would you have changed anything? Oh, wow. Oh. Okay. Um, well, hmm. <laughs> I, no regrets. I, I'm not a person who holds many regrets, you know, other than relationships. But, <laughs> uh, but uh, I think that in terms of you know education, um, uh, I feel that I would like if I were to turn back time, I would like to try. I would like to dip my hands a lot in a lot more things. Because, like I said before, as much as debate kind of defined me, right, um, I spent five years in it, I felt that, um, and it was a great experience, I'm not um, regretting that. It's just that I feel like I should have um, put my hand to a lot more things other than debate and um, journaling. So, mm-hmm. and I think that because that, um, especially in terms of, okay, especially in terms of volunteering, because especially when I entered into law school, people were like all over, all about in like, Oh, I like to go to volunteer for this, go to volunteer for that, and I'm, and I have, you know, I haven't really gone to a proper volunteering session yet. I don't know how to properly volunteer, and I think that that's something that's something that should have been done when I have been in, where I was in high school before. Yeah, um, a lot I need to learn. I'd say, um, if you're in high school still, you still need to, if you find your passion, um. You still need to dip your hand. You're still very young. So you need to dip your hand in a lot more other stuff. Taste. Get yeah. a lot more tastes before you set out into the real world. Because mm, true, you know, those true. tastes are actually knowledge um, and experiences that you would eventually um, like to use for the benefit for yourself in the future. Don't put your eggs in all one basket. Lah. All right. So um, I guess thank you very much, Azad, for sharing. I guess we can wrap this segment up. Right then, thank you, Izzat, for sharing your experience with us today. It surely has been an insightful session, very insightful. I yeah. personally had learned a lot today. Yeah, really. me too. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Izzat, before we go on with our nights, um, do you have any last thoughts you would like to share with us before we end this? Uh, nothing much. Um, I've said everything so far. It's just that I think that I hope you know this summer has been informative to all of you. Um, I hope also that you start your journey of self-discovery very early on. Um, 
Do many mm-hmm. reflections. Um, like I said before, uh, test, do a lot of taste testing in school because you, ne- you might never know that your next passion may be the thing that you just dabble in for five minutes. I found my passion journaling by, you know, just editing, um, just by formatting Word documents, you see? Mm-hmm. So um, that's how, how you start to understand yourself just by trying things. And most importantly, you know, don't stress out all for, for too much for SPM. You guys can do this. <laughs> Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you once again, Izet, for that. Uh, I think that marks the end of tonight. Thank you so much for being here today, Izet. Thank you, Izet. Thank you guys for being here. (laughs) We wish you the best for your future endeavors. Yeah, Izet. Especially, I mean, if you want to come back here, we're always we're here with open arms. (laughs) Izet, I'll find another love analogy for you guys. No problem. Oh yeah. Oh yes, please. All right. Lastly, thank you guys for listening and as always, supporting us to support you. If you want to keep in touch with us, give us a follow at ACADStream at Instagram. That's A-C-A-D stream. We'll post the latest info on future podcasts to keep you guys updated. And for more SPM materials to help you in your prep, check out ACADStrive.com. That's A-C-A-D strive. If you'd like to contact AZ and perhaps ask him more info about his experiences, perhaps more analogies, and even persuade him to become Love Doctor, we'll be tagging his yes, Instagram, yes. Instagram profile <laughs> on our yeah. Do check it out. All right, guys, this has been Hackett Stream, your very personal podcast by students for students. Goodbye, everyone, and have a good night. Bye bye.